Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unhappy Cyclops, where we keep an eye on Dallas. I'm one of your hosts, Go, and as usual, I'm here with the most photogenic man in the business, <laughs> the Ice Man. What's up? I like ice cubes. Yes, you do. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, you know still a little bit chilly out, but you know I feel the summer approaching. It's chilly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, summer is coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Suck it, Ned Stark. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have here today uh, with us a very special guest. He is a local photographer. His name is Andrew Sherman. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Doing all right? I am doing fantastic, actually. Yeah, yeah. Glad yeah. to have you here. Yeah, very uh, flattered to be invited. Well, you know, we always appreciate mm, our guests yeah. coming over. Uh, today is yeah. on a Sunday, you know, yeah. and spending your uh, early mm-hmm. uh, Sunday afternoon here uh, with the Unhappy Cyclops. Yeah. yeah. You're very busy at night, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is about as early in the day as I can get it going. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, fun night last night? Fun night last night? Sure. You know, I mean, it's always fun to work. It's and, always uh, fun to work. Yeah, get paid. So I know, right? Making yeah. that money. Yeah. So not we that, ha- that's not, I mean, not the, that's not all the reason I do it, but yeah. I mean, that's why we do this podcast. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. I can know? see that. Yeah. yeah. All the paper, you know, all the <laughs> paper. <laughs> Speaking of, remember to check us out at Unhappy Cyclops mm-hmm. on all the social media apps on your phone. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. But most importantly, check out Andrew over here at Drulio Photo. That is D-R-E-W-L-I-O-P-H-O-T-O. And uh, that's also at .com, right? That's right. Juliophoto.com. You're on Instagram. You're on Facebook. I am everywhere on the internet. Everywhere on the internet, right? <laughs> yes. and, and you're also the one and only uh, Julia the, Photo. Uh, one and only Julia Photo. Yeah, that name, okay, and just for fun, I used to be in a band with the uh, comedian Andy Dick, and uh, we were hanging out, um, and nice. the, there was a band called Fishbone, and they had an alter ego band called Trulio Disgracious, so cool. I just became Trulio, and that's stuck. So. Hey, that's a, good, uh, that's a good name story. Yeah. You know. And having a unique... Uh, marketable uh, online name is such an important thing these days. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was more about I had all these cool photo ideas, names, and every one of them had like 50 people that had already using them. So I just was of like, course. I got to do something. That's cool photo unique. Dallas was taken. <laughs> I didn't look that <laughs> You see? Well, you know, it's like Yeah, I should have had you in my corner back at the beginning. What because Iceman is so yeah. popular. Yeah. I'm like the 183rd it's Iceman. Like, uh, we have here the only Iceman on the entire online community. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm so honored to be next to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed whenever we're doing our, uh, our, this is a total segue. This is where the first one comes in. So when we were doing our uh, test, our test audio, mm-hmm. I noticed that you had a very nice, soothing voice. Well, thank you. I, I used to, well, I never actually got into voiceover, but it was something I tried to do at one point. And uh, yeah, you know, have many lifetimes of uh, attempted artistic careers that did not, uh, well, I should say they all led to this one, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. except for the, the voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never too late, you know, you could always still catch a role. I think Dallas yeah. has a big voiceover scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, voiceover is about the clickiest uh, professional acting really? thing that I've ever encountered. It's like a mean girls type of thing. It, nobody's mean. It's just, you know, people can do many voices. So once somebody finds someone that can do what they want, they just, they stick with it. And I, I get it. Right. I get know? it. So I get that. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I was pursuing acting uh, for years in Los Angeles and, and music too. And honestly, I'm, all of it is what led me to being a photographer, but I'm happy to be a photographer and that those things, you know, didn't work out the way I thought I wanted them to, you know? So hey just, man, we, we, we all, I guess not everybody, but at least here in this table, you know, mm-hmm. we all have followed different things and just, we're passionate people, you know? Yeah. Which is just a humble brag way to say we're so talented. Yeah. We can we're so talented. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we're so talented yet, 
<laughs> not at the yeah. same time. Well, I mean, the way I look at it is I look at all these different artistic things that I've done have, without realizing it, fed into why I am considered a decent photographer. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I can direct people in a portrait session that don't like to be photographed because I'm not... I don't know. People are like, what do I do with my hands? Do I smile? Yeah. It's like, no, don't do any of that. Like, what are you trying to convey? Think about what you want to convey and it will come through in the photo. If you try to smile a little bit more, I don't know. You're going to look goofy, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, it's my job to not make you look that way, but I'm just saying, like, there's a different approach, I guess. I don't know. It's crazy how acting natural is such a thing. It's like the, the fact that, I, I mean, it took it, so many classes it's an oxymoron, to learn how to act you know, because <laughs> if you're acting natural, it defeats the purpose. You're not being natural. Yeah. You're acting. Pretend yeah. Well, I feel like what that is, is that like it, the pressure comes on when the cameras are on or when you're on stage. And so the preparation is just to not get freaked out. And it's so it, like really acting natural when the pressure's on is what it is. It it's, is, yeah. You know, because like you can act natural when things are calm all day long. What's the what's the point? You know, I mean, it's like, dude, when I'm alone here at the loft, I'm as good as Leo DiCaprio, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, when the camera's I mean, on me, I free. Actually, you, I, you wouldn't I, have been three Oscars. I don't know. Now. You were like doing great, and then the mics came on. I'm like, what happened to him? You know? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm acting so natural right now. I always throw up after the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's like that whole time when we're hanging out yeah everyone's like and then the mics come on and welcome to the unhappy I know, cyclops i know it's the same thing i just i guess i just in general I don't, I don't know i used to care a lot about what people thought about and i just i've like stopped caring and it makes it easy to be comfortable everywhere yeah that is you know that is yeah. something nice about uh uh you know not being 21 anymore is that Hell you yes. really just do not give a fuck yeah about what the you know yeah especially strangers around you at the bar or at yeah. the club are gonna think is like I don't yeah, care yeah I don't or care. I mean I have a lot of friends that are younger than me and I listen to what they're going through and I you know it, it's got if I mean if they're going through something going through something but I just I just yeah I'm always like wow I'm so glad I don't think about those things because yeah. mm -hmm. they don't you they'll every one of those people will figure it out that doesn't yeah. matter yeah. When yeah. exactly and it's one it of those things it's not about yeah. you know you telling them at that point or anything is they'll yeah. they'll learn yeah you know, well that's the other thing too is like I feel like I'm the one well. It's not true, but like most of the situations I'm in, in these clubs that I'm shooting, I'm like the oldest one around, it seems <laughs> like. And so it's cool because people don't treat me that way and, until I maybe try to like ask someone on a date. <laughs> like right. I forgot how old I was. Yeah. But um, besides that, um, yeah, no, it's, I feel like it's my job to kind of anyone that wants like some help, like advice or perspective, like I, I'm happy to give it to them. Um, not everybody wants to hear it. Of Not course. everybody's ready for it. And I, we didn't either at that yeah. age, you know, to some extent. Sure, you know. sure. But I just feel like some, you know, every now and then, I, I don't know. I just, I'll just throw stuff out there and every now and then someone's like, oh yeah. And like, I feel like I helped somebody out and, you know, I don't know what Stay it's, in school. You know. It's like, uh, <laughs> all right, dad. Yeah. Does this uh, happen to you guys as well? Back in the day, you know, in my 20s, I used to wear boots everywhere all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, just boots 24-7. Mm -hmm. Now I go more for comfort yeah you know a lot of times i still like to you know dress you know have a little bit of a, a, little, a little style going on there but i'm mm. like mm. boots for the next four hours i don't think yeah. so. for me it's cold versus not being cold yeah like, i will thing? wear like long johns in some random situations because <laughs> i'm like i don't care i just don't want to be cold i'll yeah. rather sweat than be cold you know yeah you know got spoiled by your brother's wedding i'm like yeah. i don't man the long johns are just so well i mean right now. the long john nobody can see him so that's not a good example but like i'll just i'll wear an extra layer and people are like i don't Again, I don't know what they're thinking. I'm not paying attention to what they're thinking. I'm working, you know. So. We're past a point where we are willing to suffer for fashion. Mm. Facts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go into your origin story, Andrew. So mm -hmm. um, 
you know, fucking Wolverine got into the program X and whatever, but we don't care about his origin story. We want to hear your okay. origin story. All right. So how did this start for you, man? Um, well, I mean, like I was saying before, I, I, like I, I was from a young age wanted to be, I don't know if I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be relevant. I wanted to be, I wanted to do something that mattered. But at a young age, I thought like being a comedian would be do that. So I, you know, just did Second City and studied comedy. I, I was working there. It was like Chris Farley was in the show. And oh, nice. Steve Carell, Steve Colbert. Like I was there for a really cool time. But that didn't really work out for me, which again, I, I'll say this. I moved here and felt like for, for a few years that like I ruined, like I blew it. Like I didn't jump off of these pursuits fast enough when they weren't working. And I was depressed about it. And now I just realized, you know, you can reinvent yourself and you know like okay so let me get more specific there i was i, I was 40 something years old and my ex was always like what are you going to do to make money what do you do to make, what are you going to and i'm like i don't know I, got a, I wanted to be an actor musician i didn't have a plan b and and then one day i was like i think it'd be cool to do video editing and she was like okay and it turns out in california the liberal state that it is i got free community college and got to take editing cool. yeah editing classes that led to a job and that job was the Chevy Music Showcase, which featured Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton art artists, and I was editing that. But the other thing that I didn't even pay attention to consciously was the, the, the DP of that show was so amazing, and I'm staring at his footage for two years, that when I bought a camera, I like had taken composition class without realizing it. And then, mm -hmm. and the other thing was I came to town and I was broke, and I knew all these musicians from the show, so I'd be like, hey, let me in your show for free, and I'll shoot you for free, and they were like, sure. And I mean, at first, I don't even know if the pictures were any good. Like, it, it, you know, people just wanted photos, so that was good enough. And mm -hmm. But you know, also that job, my boss, uh, Tommy Smeltzer, he, he, we talked about philosophy of shots, shooting video for concert footage and, and, you know, music and musicians. And so it just, and also I was a musician. I was a, you know, I was in a bunch of bands. I was in a band with Andy Dick. I was in my own bands for years. Um, and you know, I just, I, when now I have a camera and I'm like, Oh my God, you know what? I would have loved to see myself if I was like, I had a shot like this. And like, that's kind of a subconsciously how it works. Interesting. You've been in both sides of the coin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And being an actor, I know, how to help people relax. Like we were talking about, you know, right. just being comfortable in front of a camera. Um, so I feel like as a photographer one-on-one, -on -one, I have something to offer that a lot of others don't because like I, I can look at you and I can say, I know why you're not feeling comfortable and I can get you to feel comfortable. So, um, but you know, anyway, that's- So yeah, it is like mm -hmm. kind of how you were saying that your previous pursuits really just somehow you know uh, uh, just uh, brought you here where you are and you use those skills that you learned yep. in your current uh, profession mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah and I, I, I try I mean I love that you guys are letting me tell the story in this podcast I don't know who's uh, my or who's gonna hear it and what they're gonna get but it's like you can take all those things that didn't work out in your life and if you like line them up in your brain it can actually lead to what it is you're trying to do or something that you never dreamed you could do and it's even like I, this is cooler than anything i wanted to do personally mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. even being a famous actor which i thought i wanted to do when i was pursuing heavily at a, i would be miserable right now because first of all there'd be lots of tmz footage on me i'm sure <laughs> nobody cares about me Andrew now Sherman, so. once again yeah i mean i've been in the national Enquirer, but it was because i was behind andy dick doing something and i was like right there but whatever right anyway um so uh yeah i mean i 
I mean, the ultimate goal is to like make all this money I can from corporate gigs and then all these local bands I work with not charge them anything. I mean, some bands I still have to charge because I'm still trying to make a living. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not there yet, but that's the goal right now. Of course. You know. And one thing you said earlier <laughs> reminded me whenever you said you had a, you know, you go up to a concert or something, you have a camera and be like, hey, I'm here to, you know, shoot the photos or whatever. And he's like, hey, do you want photos? You know, I'll get them for free. Mm. Always makes me think of like sneaking into shows just to, you know, like, because you have something like it reminded me of a friend back in college. His name is Aaron Bell. And he would come in with like a bag of ice and he would just like put it over his shoulder, walk in. He's like, I got the bag of ice. And then he walks in and then he walks through the crowd and he's like, you know, he's coming with, he has the bag of ice over his shoulder. He's like, I got the bag of ice. And people are moving out of the way for him and everything. He goes all the way up <laughs> to the very front and then just puts the bag down and just watches the concert. <laughs> I love that guy. That's brilliant. <laughs> that is yeah. commitment. It's everything. Commitment is everything. And that is commitment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a herd mentality, like taking advantage of our herd mentality, you know, mm. as, uh, as people, you know, it's like bag of ice people. Yeah. And yeah. If one person starts to move, everybody Everyone will moves. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another thing too with like being older. They're like, oh, you must know something. Yeah. I mean, and the truth is, is I didn't die yet, so I know something. It's true. <laughs> like, I'm still here. I got a lot of friends that didn't make it this far, sad to say. Yeah, so, experience is invaluable, man. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, hey, and also this Here's to those friends. Well, yeah, friends, for sure, friends. for sure. Also, this dude's got to think about ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got an ice fetish yeah, going on. Right, right. That's cold, brother. Oh! oh. That Damn, my own guest right got there. it. Holy shit. I haven't yeah. even gotten it yet. That's a good one. Oh, my God. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, and you you mentioned this a little bit um, about you know uh, making the uh, the subject feel comfortable etc. So tell us a little bit about your work process. You know how does um, a photo shoot begin? Whether it's you know a commission you're hired to do or your own personal uh, work, and then you know how you go through it from the pre-production, the the shoot, and then the post. Okay, so like the the real like etherical way to explain it is I you know have an improv background in life, I think, is the way I'd say it. So I like to have an 80% of a plan and 20% no plan. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, like, for example, I'm going to do a shoot with Band Electric Ants later today. And we've been batting our heads against the wall about, like, what can we do? How cool? And then I'm like, you know what? Just wear what you're wearing. Maybe wear, bring a couple a couple changes of clothes. But, you know, what the way you want to look, I'm going to go over there. I'm just going to put you in a moment, and I'm, we're going to sit down and, you know, um, that, I mean, that's specifically for a band portrait, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's hard to explain. Um, I just line people up and it looks right or it doesn't, you know, but, yeah. but like the 80% is y'all have to be there on time wearing the clothes you want. We all have to have had a conversation where we like going back to like what's behind the eyes. Like, what are you trying, like, what are you trying to convey? Are you guys a goofy band? Are you a serious band? Are you trying to get mm -hmm. corporate gigs? I mean, these are all real specific things. And it's not just how you dress. You have to like every individual band person in the photo has to have that same thought in their head. So when we take the photo, because then I can go, okay, okay, no, let's do a smiling one. Let's do a serious one. And I know I said I wouldn't say that, but for five people, it's easier to, to direct that way. But like, you know, if everyone's on the same page, then it's like takes a minute for people to settle down. But then everybody settles down, and then really it's just a matter of like, okay, now let me see what looks good, what feels good. When it's an individual person, it's it's a lot more specific. But like I've been doing a lot of model model shoots, and we we generally I'm like bring a few outfits and let's do something. Or I have a bathtub and a hot tub, which yes, I'm a player, whatever. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> which which would you say is more challenging, uh, the group band photo or the individual? Uh, model? Well, let me start with 
women are harder to shoot than men for me for a number of reasons, mainly because I can crunch a guy in editing, like get all the detail and it looks, the, the more I crunch them, the better he looks with girls. If they're over the age of 20 and you crunch them, they look wrong. It doesn't look right. So it's, there's that. When you say that you crunch, crunch. them. In editing, like I, I like, you know, I like to bring out the detail. I like to like bump clarity. I like to bring the details out of photos, but you can only take it so far with, with women because you'll get all the lines. And the truth is, is you'll get lines that you would never see in real life. So it's not even genuine, you know? Right. So, um, and also I've learned that, you know, not surprising and I'm not trying to be like a dude about it, but like, this is just true. Like women, they care more about how they look mm -hmm. and they pay more attention to it. And therefore they're highly, they're more critical, which I'm not complaining. I prefer someone to be critical. I feel like... Right, they're investing in it, but they are demanding about it. Yes, yeah. but I also feel like the more you know what you want, the easier it's going to be for us to get there. If we're just going to play around, cool. I mean, I'm down with that too, but it's just going to take longer, you know? And yeah, and every now and again, you don't get magic. I've been really lucky because, you know, I'll get some photos that I love almost every time. I rarely not, but, you know, it happens and it has a lot to do with, like, the partnership of the subject and the photographer you know, being comfortable and like having the goal, the clear, you know, on, on a, on a scale, uh, how important is it that you, uh, get along well with your subject's personality, you know, band or, or model or girl or guy, does it matter? Like, let's say, let's say you have a subject and you just do not like this, this guy, you just don't like him. Is that going to reflect Uh, on the photo shoot or can you just like do your you know like do your thing regardless of that I feel like I can do my thing regardless I'm not gonna lie it it might take a little more internally to just disguise what I'm feeling because I'm when I, well because <laughs> right. when I'm working I'm, I mean I do I mean people probably say oh, you have your attitude whatever I do but at the same time I'm trying to be a professional mm -hmm. all the time when I'm holding the camera I'm trying to be respectful and if that person has got a problem with me <sighs> I, I don't necessarily know why. I, it doesn't mean that I'm right, you know, so. You're gonna do your job. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is no matter what the problem is, is we're there to take a photo and if we don't get it, we didn't do it. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter. I mean, but I will say the only time that's happened, it happened after the photos were done. So it's like, it wasn't in the session. So I haven't had that really happen to me yet. Yeah, so. and it, it was a, a little bit of a hot take question. You know, I was just wondering because it's such a, like a dynamic right. in right. a photo shoot, I you feel know? like yeah. the more- so I'm like, I wonder if that's ever happened to we, a photographer. like, I just don't like Well, you know what it is? Most of the time <laughs> I'm getting forward. hired from word of mouth. So like the more I start getting hired by independent people working with models that I don't know and I didn't choose, I'll probably start running into that more. Right. I just haven't had that experience because personality clashes. It doesn't mean yes. mean that you or the model are like wrong. Yeah. It's just personalities. But you know? I mean, I'm amazingly good. I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but like I'm really good at just separating. And I, I it's surprising because like you know people know me like oh you can have a temper at times. Yeah, I can, but it's not when I'm working. It's when I'm alone. When I'm not around clients right you know? I mean, I really think that's like an important lesson for any professional in any industry. There, you know, social media makes it hard too, but there's this line and like behind the line is your private life. 
And you never want to show your private side at work. You just don't. And if you do, then you're not being professional. There's no, I don't care if they started it. It's not professional. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the way I try to do it. It's like, a, you know, I'm always trying to be, right. you know, in public. Mm-hmm. Nothing behind the line is in public. That's what I try to go Yeah. For. And sometimes it's not even about like, oh, you know, I have a problem with this person or whatever. It's all, half of it's also like making them feel comfortable when you're there, like setting up right. a certain mood. Yeah. If your, your energy, you know, is there music and like, you know you know, all that kind of stuff to kind of help them like, you know, kind of settle in. Like you say, sometimes you start taking some photos and they kind of get used to the idea a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know, it's also just creating that environment. Yeah. And, and and like, you know, we're living in this time, you know, where people are creepy. So like whenever I'm shooting a (laughs) model, I'm like, bring, (laughs) not like, not like that kind of creepy. Um, no, I'm like, bring your boyfriend. Well, boyfriends are not necessarily the best idea, but bring a friend, bring a, bring somebody, bring someone who's going to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Because I'm not here for anything but photos and, well, of course, but that's what I'm saying. Like we live in a world where the girl doesn't sure. know that yeah. mo- or even the, mo- the whatever. It's perfectly understandable. And so I yeah. just feel like it's the best way. And, and what happens? Yeah, they're comfortable. They're like, I'm fine. Like the one girl did bring her boyfriend and she was, it was like, and we didn't even know each other and it was awesome. You know? Nice. Yeah. We interviewed, uh, two great local cosplayers, uh, at Undead Iridium and at Kenzie Cosplays, you know, and in a different, you know, two different episodes. And uh, yeah, they you know they time, yeah. they brought a couple of friends you know and I get it you know it's mm-hmm. it's you know you're just coming to a studio with in this case you know mm-hmm. just two guys you don't know sure mm-hmm. so yeah you know and we want our guests to be comfortable as well so yeah man like you know bring a couple of friends like yeah right it's yeah cool. exactly uh, infamous Iceman story <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what is it this time so we're doing the photo shoot with uh, Atkinsie Cosplays and check her out she's a a, oh, a, yeah. a local cosplayer she does uh, yeah. great work. Um, and you're a photographer, so actually, yeah, you guys, yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. Sure. And uh, so we go do the photo shoot, and she uh, brought with her. It was uh, her boyfriend, her boyfriend at the time, well, fiance, it, maybe. Yeah, it was uh, her her mom and her boyfriend at the time. Oh, I think yeah, they yeah, got yeah. recently yep. engaged. Yeah, according to Instagram, of course. Um, so anyway, we're other in the photo shoot, we don't know, you know, exactly like who this guy is, but I just assumed that it was, you know, like a boyfriend, or whatever. But we're taking the, the picture. <laughs> Iceman says. Uh, tell your brother to like stand over there or something like that. And then the guy goes, okay, but I'm her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. Come on. Oh, God, that's hilarious. So uh, so that happened. <laughs> pretty funny. Shout out to Kenzie Cosplays. Yeah, uh, yeah, check yeah. her out uh, and at Undead Iridium. Um, but to add to that, I told him, not only did I ask him to come over, I asked him to get, come over and get on his on his knees so that she can sit on so top that of she them. Could sit, yeah. yeah, it was we're doing like a whole photo shoot with yeah, like yeah. Lucha anyway, Mask and whatever. It, it was like a cosplay thing. Awesome I gotta go photo, look at the photo. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the photos yeah. there. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, so what about your post work? Uh, do you do a lot of? Uh, well, you were saying that yeah, you do. I guess a lot of crunching. You know, yeah, I do Lightroom. What do you do? Yeah. I do Lightroom because I'm I just editing so many photos every morning. I mean, mm-hmm. like I probably overshoot and over process, but I. And this is actually, this is a message to the bands and the model. Well, the models, no, but the bands. Like, if I give you 25 photos, please do not post 25 photos at once. Please post one every week or something. Yeah. Um, But, uh, pro tip. I lost my train of thought because I started preaching. (laughs) (laughs) So, in Lightroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. Do you use a lot of, do you make a lot of your own presets in Lightroom? Yeah, what I do is I, I, I do have a lot of presets in there and I, I usually only, 
we'll play with those for the model shoots because what'll happen is I'll, I'll shoot a model and I'll have like 10 photos that are similar. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's boring to put, to post 10 similar photos. Right. So I'll, I'll play with the editing and I will, I'll, I'll start with someone else's template maybe. And, but 90% of the time now I'm just looking at a photo and I'm trying to like correct light and color and clarity. That's basically mm -hmm. my, the mm -hmm. three things I'm looking at. And you know, it's different for event photos versus portraits versus, you know, rock photos, you know, it's like, you know, but most of the work you'd say is done during the shoot, yeah. getting that right picture. Right Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, there, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could almost put the photos. Well, I wouldn't say I could put the photos out unedited cause I do like to, the color is probably where I play the most, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, and that's the other thing too is like, uh, I, like I'm one of those people that like, Oh, like you have to follow the rules. And it's like, really, I've finally been like, what freaking rules you know like you can do whatever you want like right. I do a lot of these like triple quadruple image of things that I do in the camera mm -hmm. and that was just because I was trying to learn this other technique that other people do that I haven't learned yet and I'd shoot a lot of jam bands and you know trippy bands and I was like let's do trippy photos trippy bands yeah. and then, like I was like oh and then I ended up one of those photos ended up Leon Bridges in Wear Magazine when that was still around and um dope you know so yeah, it's he hangs like, out in Deep Ellum right every now and again yeah I mean I've, I've worked with he was actually the biggest artist we had on that show I was talking about before Chevy Music Showcase uh -huh. so yeah I think um, I know the pictures you're talking about those are actually that was one of the shout outs I was going to say for some of my cool photos that I've seen on here like the the last one on here is called Multiplic Multiplicity with Henry Invisible oh yeah Dude, and I love these shots you do where just like a, it's like three shots in one Thank that they you, yeah. uh, they slowly fade from. What's cool about that yeah. is his band Henry and the Invisibles. He's a looper, so he's just one guy, and yeah. he's called and the Invisibles, but it's just one dude. Oh, so that's cool. Like I really want to you know get together and do like more of a staged one than just that. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of yeah, and it kind of actually conveys his his pack, thing, yeah, know, which is exactly. Like, but really the other thing too is like. Like I have one I, that I like of white denim where it's the singer and he's like, it's like a triple and it's all kind of on his face. It's like similar location. I don't, I, I, to explain the photos is stupid. Mm -hmm. But what I like about them is it's like, it's like, it's a photo in motion, but it's not a video and it's not an affected photo. Like it doesn't have some filter on it, like, or an app that makes it, it's like a, you can like see a picture of motion that's clear. I don't know how else to explain it, but that's what I like about that, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So, do you, so you, pretty much all your post works in Lightroom. Do you take anything ever to Photoshop? Sometimes, to do some? yeah, every okay. now and again. I have one piece that I've sold a bunch. It's that big eyeball down there, mm. and um, I mean everybody has that photo. So I thought, like, why not? I I put like a, I basically in Photoshop, I basically like put a reverse in it, so it looks like a reflecting pool, and, and it's ah, just really cool. Nice. I mean, I can show you that, but yeah, that's one of my like long-term projects I've been working on is like trippy Dallas iconic photos. So I have like, I have, I just got Pegasus one last night. I'm going to interesting. Speak. Like the deep Ellum robot, you know, or just like, yeah, uh, the, the I haven't done that one, but yeah, like, you know, like, uh, the eyeball, I took a really trippy one from the grassy knoll, uh -huh. you know, like the, I've done mm. tons of that bank of America building. So and the grassy knoll, yeah. JFK. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. One yeah. thing I, I've always wondered from photographers is you go to a shoot and you take like a thousand photos and then you give them like. I never take a thousand photos, but yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> you take five, five million, million photos <laughs> in one shoot. As you get better, you take less because you don't want to go through them all. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you give them 20 photos in the end, for example. Okay. And then, so. What do, you, what do you do in terms of like all the rest of the photos? Do you have a certain timeline until you delete them? Or do you like, all right, here are your photos. You I, know. I don't delete them. I have, I just keep buying hard drives and saving so them. Backups. You just have a giant room full of. Well, like, no, right now I'm on my <laughs> second, 
eight terabyte hard drive. Mm-hmm. The first one's full. This one's not that full. I have a long way to go on this one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you're going to have like your own mainframe and servers in your... I, yeah. I mean... With a bunch of lights everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, and it, it don't make sense. I was just talking to my friend about this. My uncle was a photographer, but sadly he had Parkinson's, so we didn't really connect on it mm-hmm. together. But, you know, like we're going through his stuff. He's got like cases of slides, mm-hmm. you know? So like having yeah. a few hard drives is nothing compared to that. Yeah. Back in the day, just yeah. fill more slides, you yep. know? I mean, like he's got... It's all, you know, going to donate it to a, like a library or something. There's yeah. so much of it. Or the, whenever the aliens invade, you know, they'll have plenty of footage. Right. They'll have lots of footage of like uh, young African children. Yes. That's <laughs> what he was taking photos. <laughs> Has it ever benefited you having like all this archive of photos that you took like five I haven't, years I don't ago? even have them yet. Oh, wait, me? Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah. Um, yes and no. Um, so I sort of noticed a flaw in my editing style like about a year and a half ago. So if I go beyond a year and a half, with my with in that phase i have to re-edit those photos which is why i'm glad i saved stuff because i still ha- like i shoot for deep on art company and like they're like oh hey this artist is coming back do you have that photo and i was like yeah that's before that line of demarcation in my editing <laughs> style but yeah i have it i know i'm going nice. back and i fix yeah. it yeah but i don't know I, again like i don't know the rules so like so far the rules are to save everything i mean i used to save the jpegs too i don't do that anymore because those are pointless but mm-hmm. you know because I shoot everything raw in JPEG because the reason I do that is because if I have a model or a band and they want to like pick their photos, which they're welcome to do, then I can send them the JPEGs much easier. Right. So, so smaller file size, easy mm-hmm. to, yep. Wait, yeah. so you do save the JPEGs? I don't save them, but I'll, I'll take a JPEG and a, and like what I'll do is I'll give it to the band or I'll just del- like delete it. Gotcha. Like I won't, I don't save those though. I mean, I might, I might save them for a minute, but not for long. Those goddamn JPEGs. I know. Mm. We're going to jump into the first question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't even gotten, Are you ready? <laughs> we're like an hour four now. Okay, go ahead. This is all good stuff, man. Yeah. And it goes like this. What is the one thing you wish you knew when you started taking photos? I feel like I wish I knew at like in high school that I should be taking photos. <laughs> like I wish I just made that connection earlier or like. I wish I had, cause like I was saying before, I was like always the actor or the musician. I wish I had turned the camera around earlier, but right. I also don't have any regrets. So it's a hard question. I mean, I don't feel like, I feel like everything happened for a reason the way it was supposed to. And even though there was lots of, there's a few years here where I was depressed and alone and not like, didn't even have the guts to take my camera out sometimes. Right. Um, well, but for example, you were saying that you were making an, an editing uh, mistake. Yeah. That you changed, so like that would have been like a helpful thing to know when you start. You know, well, instead of course, of, of course, I guess. And I definitely turned in photos to people, and again, I'm like, why didn't you say something? Right. I had one photographer not that long ago, like say something, but he wasn't even saying that. He was just we were just talking about editing styles, and he was like, you know, you do this. Why don't you go the other way? And I was like, okay. What, what was it that you were doing that you uh, end up changing? I bumped or? clarity, but when you bump clarity in a dark room, you'll get all this white noise, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so you just have to either bump it less or adjust to it and so I just wasn't noticing it and really it's because in Lightroom the photo doesn't look terrible and then you pump it out and then you're like what the hell just happened you know mm-hmm. so I, I started doing more testing and checking of the photos and now I'm like okay like if you're going to crunch in that kind of light you're going to have to compensate period when you, you, when you shoot uh, indoors like a concert or something like that when there's not a lot of light and if you're not going to use flash so it's not pitch black what do you compromise to get, you know, the visible shot, uh, like uh, the aperture, the shutter speed, or the ISO? Hmm. I don't know. Just whatever <laughs> feels right at the moment. Yeah. Just kind of I mean, I try to, to keep. I try to keep the shutter speed pretty low. When I'm well, 
Yeah, I'll, I might as well say it out loud. I broke my 7200 lens last night, and it's Fuck. not dead. Damn. It's not dead. I'll, I'll get it fixed, but it's just depressing. <laughs> Life support. Yeah, but um, so on that one, I have to have it at 200 because um, otherwise it's blurry in dark situations, I, uh-huh. I find. But, um, you know, I'm moving those all three of those numbers all night long just depending on what's going on and depending on because like lights don't stay the same mm-hmm. people like you like i'll have the light on the guy and then he'll move one inch and everything's and different yeah. so you know but what's cool is i see the entire world differently than i used to and i mean that's not even an exaggeration i'll walk down the street and i will see photos appear i'll see i'm i've been shooting the photo bands enough now where like i'll be i'll watch a guy and i'll go okay he's leaning this way he's leaning that way the lights this way and i'm like he's gonna be there at this time this light's gonna hit this way and it's gonna look like this and it happens that way it's so it's kind of cool i'm going jedi you know right i'm gonna say dude right you know but again none of this like it's hard it's hard to talk about it not because i don't like obviously talking about it i'm like really into that but just i don't think about it like that um, I do like it when young photographers or new photographers ask me questions because then I go, oh, okay, now I'm thinking, like, I'm verbalizing what it is I'm doing because I wouldn't do that if you didn't, like, if you guys weren't asking, you know, so. Sounds like it's a, like a whole organic process for you. Like, Very everything much. is happening at the same I'm a time. Hippie, baby. Everything is changing at the same <laughs> time, you know. I am, like I said, I mean, really, like, okay, so, like, when I was uh, in college, I, or I saw a Second City show, like, improv comedy, and then I started taking improv, and that is what changed my whole life because I applied improv comedy rules to the world you know like the biggest one and is like when you're okay so a lot of the improv I did you're on the back of the wall and somebody's there's two people two actors are doing a scene and you know you're an actor you're like I want to be in every scene I want to do everything no stop slow down like no don't fuck up somebody else's stuff like Mm -hmm. you you go you watch a scene from 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 a distance and you say to yourself you ask yourself constantly what's missing as soon as you have an answer to what's missing, then you can go and fill the void. But most of the time, the answer is nothing is missing. Don't fuck with it. That's the hardest part. And so, but I've taken that and put it everywhere in my life, you know? Um, so as a result, yeah, I, I, I feel my way through things. Like when I took editing class, like mm-hmm. I, the first one I edited was, you know, somebody was like, that's like Mickey Mouse editing. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And then the next one, the teacher's like, this is what good editing looks like. So I just decided I'm not going to, I'm just going to feel it out like I do everything else. And that's why it's not work to me because I don't have to think about it. Like, right. you know, directing a commercial, that's work. I had to think about so much stuff, but just taking photos at a show, as long as I don't break a lens, I'm good. Because <laughs> the show is happening, you know, and you're it's vibing live, with the show the and it's live, you're in the moment, yep. you go for it and, you know, and then I th- I, I bet it's exciting, uh, like the totally morning exciting. after to just like go over the, the you know, the, the pictures oh, yeah. that you took and be like, that's a fucking money yeah, show. Yeah, right and there. like sometimes, I mean, I try to not edit the same night because I find I'm just too tired and it's not as good at edit, but there's times where I'm like, I got to look at that photo right now. I got to be sure that I got what I think I got, you know, and uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Nice, man. All right. Well, we're going to go on a real quick break, and we will be right back with Drew Sherman. And we are back to episode 67, right? Actually, I don't think I had mentioned that before. Yeah, this is episode 67 Mm -hmm. at the Unhappy Cyclops with local photographer Andrew Sherman. Hello. Uh, We're making it back from the break, Mm -hmm. and we're going to jump right into our second question, which Eisman is going to deliver. All right, let's do it. All right, so second question. Among the gadgets that you own, is there something that you wish you hadn't bought, and why? So I am a Canon 
uh, photographer. I use Canon gear. I mean, I, I buy other lenses, off-brand lenses too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was I was talking to you guys before we started doing this that I have a 5D, and if I put a zoom lens on the 5D, it's really heavy. And so I cannot. I tried. I bought. I bought and returned ten gimbals. Ten gimbals because oh, none wow. of them worked. I didn't get wow. the Ronin, which is the main expensive, but the one that I know would work. And so I thought, okay, you know what I'll do? I'll buy one of those Sony's because they're light and I'll just use that for video. Well, I didn't get a full frame. I got like a cheaper one. And then I found out that you have to do all this, uh, whatever. Bottom line is I have a Sony and I cannot get into it. And if anyone wants to buy it, it's like, it's, it's for sale. Like I'll make you a deal. Hit me up. You're no, on the Happy Cyclops. A6300. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In our store. <laughs> website. It's a, uh, so, and it's a, it's a preference thing. Like, okay. It's a so, Sony lens though. It's a lens. No, it's a camera. It's a camera. And a lens. Two lenses, a camera. Gotcha. Batteries. Like, all right, whatever. I'll do the Facebook ad later. Hey, man, do the <laughs> ad, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, and I'm not dissing Sony. I mean, first of all, I know a lot of people like Sony, and they're great, and I, I mean, they're really good in dark light. It's just, uh, when I started, I was like, okay, I'm going to do video and photo, and it Canon seems to be the best for both directions. Again, that that's Sony, I don't know. I just, I've tried, and I just can't get into it. So Right. Anyway. Kind of ties into the first question. If you could go back in time and tell yourself something, don't buy that. Don't yeah. buy that. I bought something. a lot of stuff. I bought a lot of stuff. It, none of it was crazy expensive. I bought a lot of stuff that I probably didn't need to or whatever. And it's again, I'm just trying to. I mean, it's, re- regretting stuff is just a waste of time. And like, if I'm going to get upset about spending a few dollars, that like mm-hmm. five minutes later is like doesn't even affect me anymore. Like, it's not worth it. Right. Now, the other side of the coin, what's your uh, mm-hmm. a go-to lens and camera? The uh, Canon 5D? Yeah, the Canon 5D Mark IV. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been using this uh, Sigma 24-70. That's my main. It's a 2.8. That's my main lens because it's just versatile. And even though it's a 2.8, it still is pretty good in low light. So... Yeah, that's another thing too. We didn't even talk about. I'm doing like I've done, and I'm doing a bunch of music videos for bands. I have a bunch of them lined up with the Infamous, Static Creatures, Mason Adams Project, Electric Ants, maybe Mojo. I mean, like Electric Ants is a band you're doing a photo shoot with today. today, Yeah, there's a few bands that I just it's 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 a combination of I love their music and I love everybody in it, and it's not a statement of I don't love everyone every other band. It's just like I have a personal connection to everyone in the band for whatever reason, just you know, and so. They're one of the bands, I, and like they're a confusing band to market because they are so unique sounding. And I know like you've lots of bands that's been said before, but kind of banging my head trying to help figure out like and they're they're working. They have a lot of great ideas that I'm not going to talk about because they're, they're developing them. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting trying to take music and make it look like something you know that matches visually interesting take music and make it look like something yeah mm-hmm. yeah matches mm-hmm. the feel that's yeah. where you, where that connection with you and the artist uh comes in handy mm-hmm. right. nice nice and the All flip right. side is that like i'm always like they're like oh like that oh the the amp sounds really bad i'm like man nobody can hear it in the picture right 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 <laughs> that's like my favorite because you don't know how many people are like worried about how they sound in the photo i'm like well, really yeah. Okay. It's like you. It's like you're playing in the Super Bowl. You know, you can just you know fake play that guitar. You know, <laughs> really, right. it's, it's a track. Exactly. Really, it's just a track. I know. All oh. right. Next question. It's going to be from your point of view. What makes a good picture? Uh, again, this is one of those etherical questions, but I'll try to put it into words. Um, yeah. I mean. First of all, what I think is a good picture 
sometimes isn't what other people think is a good picture. And the, the reason I say that is because I'll give a band a set of photos and there'll be one sometimes that I love. And I might post that myself anyway, but some, especially if they bought the photos, I don't, I wait till they post and then I'll post. Um, and I know that they don't, because they won't post the one. And I'm mm -hmm. like, and they'll post six and they didn't post the one. I mean, the other day I actually was like, fuck it, I'm going to post it myself because like, and I'm sure they're just saving it for like the right moment. But I'm right. like, I no one will remember it in six months. Let's just post it again. Like, you know, right. so, um, what makes a good photo though? I mean, you look at it and you just feel something different than what you, before you're looking at it. I mean, I mean, that's, that's, as, <laughs> it feels right. It feels, it doesn't Sometimes always, that's how it, is, it doesn't right? always mm -hmm. feel right. Sometimes it affects you in a negative way, but it affects you. Like it's a good, like you can look at a picture and go, Oh my God, that makes me feel horrible. What a great photo. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, so a, a good picture is a picture that has an impact on you. Yeah. yeah whether yeah. you know it's it, it can be something horrifying, yeah. like you said. But, but I think generally, mostly, it's like it's soothing, or you know, I mean, yeah, like I do a lot of these model shoots, and you know, like a naked, semi-naked girl is always going to get more likes. But there's other photos where there's a shadow on their face, and the you know the lights hitting their mm -hmm. eye a certain way, and you can't see any other body. It's just or. Or really what I, like me personally, like I, when I'm doing band photos and I'm doing model photos, it's like the best way to describe it is angles. Like I just, and I'm sure mm -hmm. if you go to school for photography, they teach you this stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I just see like, oh, I'm on the side of the stage and I see the singer and the bass player and this guy and there's three faces and they're like the guitars are, and I just, that's, that's it. Like I can't make that happen. It has to happen naturally and I have to get it. But that's to me the best photos music photos you know and girl model photos got girl or guy like the angle like where their where their body is laying where the lights hitting them that's mm -hmm. that's what ultimately i guess technically ultimately what makes it for me being in the right place at the right time yeah and like in the studio you try to invent the mm -hmm. right place at the right yeah. time you know and i'm still sure. learning lighting I definitely am not doing three-point lighting. I'm cheating. I'm like using lights everywhere to like take every shadow <laughs> I can. I finally figured out what light you put. So like if you want to get the girl's foot just as bright as her face, I finally figuring that out. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. a process. That's why I'm doing it. Because like photo, uh, band photos or, you know, concert photos, it's, you're in, you don't have any control of their lights. So mm -hmm. yeah. you're, like nobody can get mad at you. You're like, oh, look, well, what we're supposed to do? They were doing exactly, lights, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So, but in a, in a studio photo shoot, you are in control. Of yeah, every you're in control. So why yeah. did you do what? Why is her mm, I'm like, don't ask questions. Mm, Just yeah. either like it or you don't. <laughs> you know those uh, those light rings are getting increasingly popular. I, I have one of those. Like, I use yeah. it sometimes. I mean, one, my one my one friend was like, oh, you know, they're you know, I, whatever. I, it's a tool. Whatever, it's a tool. You know? I yeah. did one music video with the black water hose, and he's he's an actor, the singer um, James, and he's you know he's a good looking dude. He doesn't think he's a good looking, but he's a good looking dude. And like I used that light ring, and it totally worked the way I wanted it to in that video. Yeah. Awesome. You know, so. Yeah. you can check out on my IGTV. Nice. All right. The shout out. And also, you want to give a shout out to a couple of the bands? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, let's see. The one, well, one anybody, band, really. Yeah. One band that's killing it right now, Try More Mojo. They're a jam band. And Leland is... I love Leland. I tell all the bands I work with, like, look at what Leland's doing. Like, the genre doesn't matter. Like, they play shows and they work really hard on the music like all of you guys do. But then, like, he's like nine to five, like figuring out who's at what paper who's at what publication what what club what 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 person is what are people looking at in the city like to see where the shows are like what bands can we play i mean he's doing everything at once 
and it's starting to pay off in a big way. They're getting cool. like festival dates and they just got written up in Live For Life Music and Jam Bass and I mean, they're like in the jam. Now, they do have an advantage to some of the other bands. They have a very defined genre and they have real specific bands they can play with that are doing well. So they do have that going for them, like the Electric Ants, the other band I was talking about. I'm not not sure where they fit in. I mean, festivals for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and yeah. what was their name? Something Mojo? Uh, try more in parentheses Mojo. Gotcha. Because oh. Mojo, there's like 500 bands named Mojo, but there's only <laughs> one named Try More Mojo. And a website. Need, we need that one more. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Iceman. Let's be Try More Iceman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. The one and only. Another one. Yeah. We need just another one. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that has been episode yeah. 67. Yeah. Iceman, you got any closing? closing thoughts no man i just want to you know give props to you, you have awesome photos and your everyone should really go check them out check them out yeah. at julio photo basically all social media also dot com mm-hmm. uh to check out his website uh if you having a, a photo shoot coming up or something check him yeah. out and shoot I, him a dm or something i just want to say one thing i'm all over the internet but i'm also quite available for shoots so not there to be go. i'm not desperate but i am you know you want to yeah, shoot yeah. something don't be afraid to ask dm on instagram or check out your website any of that either or i'm very accessible that sounds good nice. my name is go this has been episode 67 and remember stay unhappy